You're listening to Community Craft Live. Food for thought from a place of faith. Hey everybody and welcome to this Canary Cry Flyby. Right? Gonzi there? Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, welcome. We got a flyby here. Now this is a very interesting flyby. Well, it is and it isn't. But uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> And and you'll see why. Um, you are I, Basil, by the way. I am. Oh yeah, this is Canary Cry Radio, and my name is Basil. And there you go. And who are you? I'm Gons, but you this, already introduced me. This is Gons. Oh gosh, man. All right. So I recently had a very interesting opportunity that I seized to get a chance to speak with a U.S. senator named Rand Paul. And it was a just really interesting um, situation, but I was able to nab him for a very, very short interview. Yay! Now, when I was planning this interview, not plan, well, you know, the, the very short amount of time I had to plan, you know, I was, <laughs> I was really in my head. I'm like, this is going to be the greatest thing. I'm going to, I'm going to open up my opening question. Are you in the Illuminati? <laughs> Can you name all the blah, blah, blah? You had some, some aspirations. What's, yeah, what's the plan to take down the United States? Uh, do you drink baby blood? Stay youthful. Uh, are there reptilians on the moon? Things like that. Um, which, I mean, wouldn't be the strangest thing in the world because, you know, Obama teleports to Mars and things like that. Right. It's, it's funny because when you run around in the circles that we do, which is basically me and you on this show, right. <laughs> <we're> conversations, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, the reality becomes very interesting. It was strange. Stranger than fiction. And especially when the guest that you're interviewing is actually like sitting next to you, like staring you in the face. Whereas most of the time when we're interviewing, it's just like, I'm just you're watching on, cat videos. I'm on my computer watching cat videos or something. Um, so that was a little different. But uh, aside from that, actually, all of his people were around. His media guy was there. It was very, it was very. Uh, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. Before, before we get into like how you got into that situation. Well, yeah, I'm not going to tell too much about that, but. Why not? It's. Um, okay. So why was Rand Paul in your town like let's start there what was he doing um <laughs> i don't i'm just trying to think of what i can say with you know that it's not that important what he was doing there he was there okay he was, he was, he was doing he stuff was, he was doing a local what local uh appearance talking yeah he was doing he was doing like an he was meeting with leaders in the area community leaders yeah to discuss all types of leaders to um to just talk about stuff (laughs) (laughs) wow that's really compelling basil i mean that's 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 really all you need to know (laughs) 
He was meeting with leaders in the area. I think the you know, political just doing, thing just, rubbed just off on you. Just doing politician stuff. You I know? was going to say, the politician has rubbed off on you. Yeah, no, he's just doing politician stuff. He was um, just there doing stuff. It's not important. I mean, it, it really isn't to the story. Okay, yeah, but go on. Yeah, he was there. He was doing stuff. Um, I kind of... Uh, broken. <laughs> broken. Lowered myself through a ceiling vent. Um, no, I, I had the opportunity to... Uh, I, I talk to his people and I'm like, Hey, I do a podcast and I'd, I'd like to, you know, sit down and, and talk to Mr. Mr. Paul for a little bit. He's like, what's your podcast name? <laughs> like, Oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> you really put us on the map <laughs> now. I'm like, Oh, it's, it's Canary cry radio. Um, it's a, it's a Christian podcast and, and, you know, we just, we talk about all, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> that's that's almost word for word what i said um and he actually pulled it up on his phone oh wow and i saw him pull it up on his phone and i'm like oh boy there goes your chance i was like oh boy man our mobile site looks awesome (laughs) that was like the first thing i thought because i'd never gone to our mobile site actually so yeah no mobile site was great he just kind of scrolled through and he's like okay i'm like sweet and I was thinking like, oh, maybe later in the day or like, because he was like just getting ready to do something. Now, did, did this guy have like a like a suit and like dark sunglasses and like a little earpiece? <laughs> no, well, that's what I'm this, picturing. This was like his media guy. Okay. So like, I mean, there were the dark suit sunglass people around and yeah, but this was just kind of like a guy in a pink shirt and like a brown vest. <laughs> and uh the media guy right nice yeah he's the media guy right and so uh so yeah and so i'm like okay cool well let's let's see whenever whenever they have time and he like walks over says something to um mr Rand paul and then just like immediately was like okay let's go we're doing this like whoa whoa all right let's do it start getting all pumped and um, we go into this little office area and all I had was my, my phone. So I recorded on my iPhone and I was like terrified that it was going to get erased. Anyways, that's just a s- side note. And so we sat down on like the most uncomfortable couch in the world. And I, I just, it was just terrible. Let's, let's and, paint this. So I, I, how close were you to him? Like, were you just in his face pretty much? Oh yeah. We were, we were quite close. It basically it was him, then like uh, my iPhone, and then me, <laughs> just like sitting together on a couch. His eyes are so icy blue. It's a, it it pierced my soul. <laughs> um, no, but it, it was cool. He's a very nice man. You know, he was he was pretty much in politician mode, as you'll hear on the interview. And as soon as we sat down, it was the weird. I just got like insanely nervous. Like my what? <laughs> my, what? I did. I know. I was getting it, nervous. It was so weird. I sat down, and we were like about to like start, and then my chest tightened up. I got all hot. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> it never happened to me before. Um, and so it's like I, a fanboy I mean, moment. It was. It was like a weird fanboy moment. And so, yeah. So, I mean, you guys will hear it. I mean, and I, let me just say this: as people that do interviews, you know, and we've done in-person interviews with people, especially you know, at the Prophecy Forum recently and stuff like right. that. 
it is different. Like when you yeah. sit down in front of a camera or in front of an audience and you have to, and everybody is looking at you, you know, right. and you have to speak and be articulate and like not be right. nervous. And th- it's very challenging. So, you know, I'm oh, it is. public speaking and, and this, this situation is different too, because you have a, a very established, you know, person, you, you, right. you know, you have, you're representing the Canarians. You, right. you know, you have, um, you have the media guy, you got, you got men in black. Right. Well, that, that was a big thing too, was, um, was that, that there was, uh, it, I mean, it was just the media guy in there with us. It was me and the media guy and, and Rand Paul. And the feeling was that like, it could just end at any moment. The media guy has, uh, yeah, he was, he was keeping a very watchful eye. Although, you know, Rand Paul was very much in his politician mode. And so, you know, I think he was just making sure that he wasn't, you know, I don't know. Compromising you know, it's just his, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we'll, we'll play the interview here. It's very, very short. It was about three and a half minutes that I got to sit the down. The longest three and a half minutes. It was the longest Basil's three and year. a half minutes of my life. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to proclaim this, but you guys will hear it. It could have gone better, but at least it happened. <laughs> at least it happened. And so, uh, yeah, here we go. We can roll the interview and um, we can listen to me get super nervous. Okay. Well, Senator Rand Paul, thank you for meeting me. It's great to be here. One of the most uncomfortable couches <laughs> that exist. Um, oh, so it's cool to uh, talk to you. Now, we have a lot of listeners who are big fans of your dad, big fans of yours. And so I thought it'd be cool to just talk to you for a few minutes since I had the chance. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So first of all, um, we'll just start real quick. Where are you from? Like, you grew up, Ron Paul was your dad. What was that like? Um, I grew up in Lake Jackson, which is a little town of about 13,000 people, about an hour away from Houston. It was a small town where I could ride my bike everywhere. I rode my bike to baseball practice, to church, to school, you name it, from kindergarten on. Very cool. Right on. Now, let's see. So... We were all following your dad's campaign. Um, you know, he had a real grassroots movement um, during that campaign, and it was great. And then, unfortunately, got s- snubbed out for whatever reason. Um, but you've been doing some great things yourself. You know, uh, I believe recently you just was it you put out a bill, um, an Israel-related right. bill. What's that about? Yeah, this bill says that the Palestinian Authority, if they choose to become part of the International Criminal Court and drag Israel into court and say that Israel's soldiers are somehow committing crimes, right. they wouldn't get any more of our money. Right. And this is my second time to try to take money away from the Palestinian Authority. Last year, you know, they became part of a unity government with Hamas. Right. And I'm not so keen about our money going to a country that may be actually buying missiles that they're lobbying at Israel. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said as long as the Palestinian Authority is joined with Hamas, they shouldn't get any money either. So I, I really think that one, we don't have any money. We've got to borrow the money from China to send it to these people. Right. But two, we shouldn't be sending it to uh, money to people who either hate us or attack our allies. Right. So you, so Hamas, if I believe correctly, is actually considered a terrorist organization. Yeah, and they've had uh, aggressive action towards Israel. You know, they've so the first time, missiles in on civilian territories. So the first time you put this bill up, 
people actually had to vote against not giving money to terrorists. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing is they wouldn't let me have a vote. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have uh, tried on several occasions uh, to have votes on this. There's a chance that this one will come forward, though. Very cool. All right. Well, we're looking forward to see uh, how that turns out. Now, uh, a big thing that people loved about your, your father, and you also, of course, is uh, your views on the Federal Reserve, something that people see, um, the people who know about it are outraged, also outraged that people don't know about it. It's one of the most well-hidden things, I think, just in the normal American political psyche. So tell me a little bit about your position on that. and. You know, there's a couple of different ways you pay for debt. You can either try to collect enough taxes to pay for it. You can borrow money. We borrow like a trillion dollars from China. Right. Or you can print the money. So basically, a significant portion of the debt, the money we don't have, we just spend money we don't have, right. comes from the Federal Reserve printing up money. Also, I think in the process of the Federal Reserve printing up a lot of money, there are some people who get rich off the process. And yeah. so we're for more transparency. We'd like to see the Federal Reserve audited, and we would like to see um, everything they do uh, come before the scrutiny of the American people. Absolutely. And real quick, um, we're just going to try to wrap it up here. I've been following your tweets. You've got a great uh, media department, and I saw that uh, you have some some turtlenecks coming out. <laughs> My staff great, gives me a hard time great, because I like to wear a turtleneck. black turtleneck. You're yeah. wearing one right now. Yeah, I hate ties. I get sick and tired of wearing ties. And Washington, D.C. and formal America wears ties. But that's one thing about good about coming out west. Nobody wears a tie. There you go. Here. Power to the turtleneck, man. There you go. Well, thank you so much for your time. Right. Thank you. Talk to you later. That was my personal best friend, Mr. Senator Rand Paul. <laughs> so there you have it the hard hitting uh, slam journalism interview I had with uh, Mr. Rand Paul even even doing this outro I'm like uh uh but it's hard for me to listen to that just yeah, I because know. I had such high hopes um, but there it was when the media guy told you like how what did he say you have five minutes like what, what was the direction basically, from the media guy well it was, it was basically like Yes, let's go do it right now because Mr. Paul has to get up on stage in five minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it was like the whole time it was like a counting, it was a clock counting down to like the impending doom of the interview. And, uh, you know, so, and yeah, so there you go. But I mean, I thought it was very, it was interesting, more interesting than me choking talking to Rand Paul. I think, you know, I kept, kind of like a fanboy i kept mentioning his dad uh i guess because i wanted to i just wanted to hear him talk about his dad a little bit because there was you know he ran for president and surprisingly had a lot of support from young people right and then there was the allegations of racism or something and then that went away and so i believe Rand paul hasn't announced uh intentions for presidency and I don't know where I was going with this, but it was just very interesting. Whenever I mentioned his father and almost asked him specifically about his father, he would not mention his father at all. Well, I think maybe he's trying to politically distance himself. If he is going to run for president, right. he doesn't want to have that association. Right. Well, it's interesting because, you know, 
him and his father are famous libertari- libertarians, but he did recently switch over as a registered Republican, probably because uh, no, liber- no libertarian is ever going to get elected for president. But, but he did refer to himself as a libertarian Republican in the speaking engagement that he did when he got up. Right. Not to pick on you or anything, but I thought it was funny that the first question <laughs> no, that you ask, you're like, you have three minutes. Okay. Tell us about your background. Just where are you well, from? <laughs> that's when I like completely snapped. I was like, threw everything out the window, the reptilians on the moon and the Illuminati and <laughs> the baby blood and everything. There was just something that when I was actually sitting there and the media guy was there and it was just so real, just like I just defaulted to like the most vanilla like interview (laughs) you could possibly imagine. And like I finally at the end, I finally uh, was like, no, I have to get something. I have to get, I'll get him talking about the Federal Reserve. And so I asked him about that. But even then it was like, yeah, a little little too late. He gave, he gave a little roundabout. Yeah, right. Exactly. A very, a very politician answer. But it was, it, uh, I asked that about the Federal Reserve right after the media guy in the corner of my eye. He's like, wrap it up, wrap it up. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, uh, Federal Reserve, go. <laughs> well, I, you know, we live and learn. I thought you, you did go. a, I, I thought you did a good job, you know, in terms of the circumstances you were thrown into. Right. No, and I mean, and that's the thing. That's that's. I think for me, more than the actual audio of the interview, the um, the experience of of having it happen, just the whole thing from like just ninjing my way into the interview in general, and things like that. I think is a good experience, and I'm glad we got at least a little flyby out of it. And so there you go, everybody. I don't I don't just sleep in all the time. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> the only thing that I do. Well, I guarantee that if you asked about reptilians, mm-hmm. the media guy would like confiscate your phone and like right, step on right. it. Right. Well, know? that's that was another concern too. Was it? It occurred to me that like, oh, at any moment, this media guy could just be like, nope, erase it. You're done. Bye bye. You know. Right. It wasn't like I met Rand Paul in the bathroom and like interviewed him at the the urinal or something like that but no i mean overall he was a very nice man you know gotta love gotta love turtlenecks gotta love turtlenecks oh yeah i mentioned that yep and he was in his classic turtleneck and uh so there you go that happened everybody yeah thing so everybody listening who clicked on this flyby basil interviews Rand paul hard-hitting Hard-hitting slam journalism reporting of the century, you know. So I mean, that's that's more than the interview. It's about it's about the story, man. I was hoping that Rand Paul would turn into a reptilian, you know, yeah, in the middle and, of the interview, and like you get audio of a of a scuffle, yeah. and then you hear me <laughs> just getting taken into a spaceship and like flown away. Yeah. Well, then I'd have to do the podcast from the moon. Hey. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Hey, episode 100 is fast approaching. Maybe we can, you know, do something uh, you know, know, from another gotta, planetary. Uh, we got to do something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, if you got ideas, let us know. Yeah. There you go. Some locales. All right. So there you have it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this uh, Basil choking in the interview with Rand Paul. And um, this has been Canary Craft Flyby. Tune in next time. But until then, think outside the cage.